0: Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode one hundred and one for October eleventh, twenty seventeen. This week, what are you doing right now? What, is, what?
1: Well, I thought one of the basic things they taught us in math is not one hundred and one; it's one hundred one.
0: Hmm. Learn something new every day. You went to math class. This week's top Patreon supporters. <laughs> make-build-modify, Stu Morrison, The Godfather, Jimmy DeResta, <laughs> Scott Turner, Greg Mead, Chad Grossclaws from Mancrafting, Shane Bronson, Keith Decent, Rory May the Dirty Smith, Ryan Ridgely, Barnrat Studio, Jeff Shaw, and Infinite Craftsman. Is it infinite or infinity? Infinite with an E at the end. Infinite. Infinite with an E, very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, what are we working on? Let's go to, let's go to a beautiful mind over there. What's <laughs> up, Bill? What are you working on?
1: <laughs> oh. start! I'm almost sure I was insulted just now. Probably not. But, but I really like the movie, so I don't know how to take that. I'm a little confused.
0: Well, it was a good movie. He was crazy. What, uh, what are you working on? <laughs>
1: So, so I um, I just released I just released another video, and it was a shoe rack, and I had a lot of fun. And it was my first ever video of saying uh, like, subscribe, and share. I I'm gonna start doing that. I now. did oh. none of those things.
2: I'll I'm be right kidding. back. I, I liked
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I've gotten a lot of good feedback on it so far. It was a lot of fun, and uh, I also would like to give a shout out real quick. Um, and I I forget how how amazing this person is for doing this for me but justin sparks emailed me today apologizing because he hasn't updated the william Lutz website he's like hey man it's all updated and everything including uh aluminum and steel or whatever your your link to your thing is what's your thing
0: oh tremendous tremendous yeah that's what we're calling it now yeah that's right yeah frog and tote
2: Surf and turf? So, uh, which,
0: it? which would have been a cool one, actually. Frog and toad. I kind
2: of like that. I like surf and turf. So, no, you don't. No, I mean, not to eat, but for the name of your oh. business. Well, oh, for a name.
1: Vance, right. Vance has surf and turf, doesn't he? No. No. He just has surf no, and surf. Surf and surf. Yeah. yeah. Surf and surf. Yeah. Actually, he's, he's a he's lot of surf.
2: You know, <laughs> he gets dirty. But all kids eat dirt.
0: You feed your kid dirt. Yeah, feed it to uh, him. Uh.
1: So oh, yes, know. Iron and soul is now a link on uh, WilliamLutz.com. So thank you, Justin. That's
2: I, what,
0: Yeah, thank you, Justin. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, thanks, Justin.
1: Hey,
2: I want to thank you. Thank Justin too, because actually he, it, um, you know when I put the square out, he was one of my, my you know trial market people, and we had a conversation about the square. He had a really good idea that is going to be incorporated into the next batch of the square. So thank I you, think Justin. he might
1: be just seriously one of the smartest people I've ever met. Yeah, but don't tell him; it'll go to his head. No, I don't mind telling him. I just don't want to tell Phil because he get a little jealous because we, we make him think he's the smartest one in the room. And yeah, you
0: know. I'm not jealous.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Screw you guys! I'm going home. <laughs> so so I I put out Come a out video. Here. Check it out. And I don't know what I'm going to do for my next project. I'm I'm kind of I think I'm going to build another guitar. That's kind of like <laughs> I I love it. I've been it I've been trying six? not to, but I want to. And it's it'll be seven.
0: A seven necked snuggle oh, guitar. Oh no, no, no.
1: <laughs> I'm not really going to do that. But oh. yet. Yet. <laughs> but it'll be my seventh uh guitar.
0: You know, you should experiment by making potentially something different.
1: Well, I am. I'm I'm actually okay, so I have uh, Banjo. Oh, Banjo's scary. It reminds me of that movie. It's, I don't want to do that. That
2: movie, Tim. What, the Steve Martin movie? Oh. <laughs> He's a ban- Steve Martin is a professional banjo player. Steve Martin is actually oh, yeah. uh, One an best. amazing
1: musician. He can play anything, but yeah. I guess banjo is something he does really well. Uh, no, Deliverance is... Yeah. So, does so,
2: you, so what, you don't like Steve Martin? Is that what you're saying?
1: Who doesn't like no, what a jerk. Are you kidding me? What I've, are been, I've been get jealous it. of Steve. Come on, get it. Been... No, What a jerk. The jerk, yeah, I got it. Thank him. you. <laughs> <Great> <laughs> I've been jealous of his hair forever, unlike you two who are just lately jealous of mine. I, I can
0: honestly say I am supremely jealous of your hair.
1: <laughs> so anyway, I think I'm, uh, I'm going to build a guitar, I think.
0: Right. Okay, you keep thinking about that. Tim, what are you working on?
1: I um I
2: was at uh the Hartford Mini Maker Fair over the weekend and I brought the up tricycle which it's still called The up cycle, yeah? I brought that wah, wah, to wah. How many are we talking about?
0: Like could a human being fit in there?
2: What, in the, in the up tricycle?
0: No, like the fair. Like it's I mean it's a mini, oh, it's fair, a mini maker. So like, no,
2: wasn't like, it wasn't, a, it wasn't it's a like human size or what we were just talking about with meters. It wasn't a a micrometer fair. It, it was okay. Oh, yeah. it, it was actually like sort of the layout of it, and it worked out pretty good for me with the bike, um, or the trike. Uh, <laughs> there was there were like it's at a, a community college, so it's not a huge school, but there's you know multiple buildings for for different rooms, and so they had like basically three uh, interior locations where there were uh, some booths set up, and then there's a couple things outside, and then there was actually a micro house, like a micro home maker, out by the front door. Um, so it, people that were going to the ferry, like, even though it was pretty busy for a while, it never really looked busy because it was so spread out. And so what I did is I had my little trike and I just like, I just rode around this big open quad and I rode up to where people were and I talked to them and ride around and, and it was a lot of fun. And I made little, um, refrigerator magnets, uh, with like my stamp on it out of reclaim wood and, and just sort of passed them out while I was there. And, uh, and it was, it was interesting. It was, uh, it was fun to put the trike to the test and I have a little, see where that guy. I was that guy. I was the guy on the trike at the Maker Fair. Yeah,
1: right on the upcycle. Yeah, and you like to talk to people on purpose.
2: Yeah, that was why I was there. I was an exhibitor.
0: He was a mobile exhibitor.
2: It was a mobile exhibitor, and it actually said that on the program. It had me listed as roaming on the uh, on the program, which I thought was pretty cool. And that he, is pretty funny. Yeah. And so uh, I I made a little video you like a
1: bad cell phone plan.
2: What? Oh, roaming. Yeah.
1: Finger cool. fill. Finger. <laughs> finger oh, you're right my mistake okay. it was a good joke all right it's
2: fine um sorry. and so i i did make a little bit of, i shot some film while i was there so i'm gonna put a video out later in the week um I, I interviewed a couple kids that had this really cool product that'll be in the video um so i did that and then i just got back to the shop today vance was with me today we were doing some cleaning and we were working on i was actually taking my i have those two drill presses i have my walker turner drill press and then i have the one that's my grandfather's that's that uh, I went and Vance and I were cleaning and so I started setting up Vance like his own little workshop in sort of that clean room that I have, the the paint booth area where I put his, his bench out there. And I brought that drill press over there um, to set it up because I'm, I'm like, you know, that my, my grandfather gave that drill press to my father. My father gave it to me and now I'm officially giving it to Vance. Uh, and so I brought the thing over. I went and I hadn't really used it in a while as a drill press, at least. And and it's broken. <laughs> so I spent the whole day trying to fix this damn thing. And I think I got it back to working. There was like a, a part missing on the, you know, when you pull the lever down, there's like a stop when it goes up. So it won't go up. There's a pulley on it. It's old fashioned. And, uh, so I spent the whole day swearing at that, trying not to swear at that. Cause Vance is there, you know? Um, and uh, but I think I got it working again now, which is exciting. So it's kind of fun setting up Vance's like first workshop with his first like you know stationary tool.
1: Yes, Bill. Um, I would like to point out first of all um, that's awesome about the Maker Fair. I think that's pretty cool. The roaming exhibitor that might be a, a new drink. I think. <laughs> <clears throat> but I would like to point out that you know I was saying I'm going to make another guitar. I find a lot of. I, I'm still blown away by the fact I can make something as crappy as it is and play it as crappy as it is, this this music, what I've been doing with the cigar boxes. Um, and yet you um, don't even mention the fact that you made a video and you made a guitar out of a skateboard, but it's like so beneath you that you don't even need to mention it on our podcast. I see how you are. I I've,
2: yeah. I've kind of forgot about it already. <laughs>
1: That was a uh, that was last week
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've looked to the future well I, w- I thought I would experiment and uh no I, I didn't have I didn't have a video to post this weekend and I didn't have a lot of time because I like to I, I try to put a basically what I try to do is I try to put a video out every Sunday that's like a build of some sort and then if I can in midweek I do something that's like not a build like a vlog type thing or like a maker fair type thing but so at first, I was like, well, I'll, when I get home from the Maker Faire on Saturday, I'll rush. I'll put this video together, and I'll put it out Sunday. And then I was like, I don't want to do that because um, that's not really like a Sunday-type video for me. I was like, I want to do a build. And so I, was, I didn't have a lot of time. And I, was, and I had a skateboard, and I had a guitar bridge. Or not, I mean a, a couple carriage bowls. So I was just like, you know what? I, I think I can make this in like half a day, and I can, and I can edit the video in another couple hours and, and put this out. So, yeah, so I made the slide guitar on a skateboard, which um, turned out way better than I expected. Um, it's fun huh? it's actually like somewhat like functioning as a musical instrument and still mildly functioning as a skateboard
1: <laughs> so you're, you're only mildly insulting me right now. this is awesome
2: no well but but that's dude it was you could do it <laughs> just as easily
1: because it was actually, like do you know what's great though? Uh, seriously um those tuners and this is a serious question the those are the ones that you gave me that are made to go in that specific sideways. orientation yeah. can't are they like for a three string, especially, I could use those like you did, right? I mean, there's not. I would say pressure. after
2: after doing that in the in the skateboard and how they're working fine. Yeah, I would say why not?
3: Okay, um,
2: especially for something that because like a three string, yeah, it's, again not a lot of tension. It's not right. like, a, it's, not like a, it's not like you're going to be going into like a recording studio and recording for Bruce with it. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. going be fine. No, that's great. Um, I, I was glad yes. to
1: see that you yes. did that. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I I wanted to try that. I was going to use. I had some other like these like really crappy. Tuners off a really crappy guitar. I was gonna use on it because I was like, "Oh, this is like a junk build." But then I have so many of those tuners that I got from Dylan. And Dylan, actually, the guy that gave them to me, Dylan Vos Hey, buddy, he actually spotted. He's like, "Hey, I recognize those tuners." I'm like, "Yeah, you gave me like a thousand of them, <laughs> you know?"
1: And they're nice, um, nice, so I, really quality
2: tuners too. Well, if and they work that way, yeah. I mean, like you know, I was so I'm gonna try them on a regular guitar too and see. It's like there's basically it's about the look of them, I think, because they don't have the sleeve to go over the top. Um, on a regular guitar it might not look right, but I think there might be some ways around that. Yeah. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, no, that worked. it worked really well, and that, that build is super easy to make that. If you watch the video, I try to make it as instructional as possible. It's really just about stretching strings over two points and uh, and getting the math, you know, that you can get it right from the video for the length, or you can get your own string lengths from stumac.com and, uh, and and just, you know, mark those lines because that's there's no frets involved. It's all about the slide over it, so you never push the strings down. So it's, like, super easy. You just have to span them like a bridge, you know? Uh, Yeah, no, you could build that. Why don't you build a a slide guitar for your next one instead of a regular guitar? Don't worry about the, you know, don't worry about the frets, just the marks.
1: Well, um, I mean, just so you know, I've only built slide guitars, and I've added frets to some of them. You could push down on those, can't you? The the ones with the frets, yes. But they are, but they're really meant as slide guitars, so.
2: Oh, okay, I didn't, okay, okay. No, well, that's isn't that special?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, Phil, what'd you been up to, man?
0: Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> so I got a, uh, well, some Etsy orders, some Rush ones, actually, because I'm leaving on Thursday for Greensboro, and I had a few people reach out. We will do a meetup um, probably on Saturday night, which is the 14th. Uh, I'm staying at, I think I'm staying at the Spring Hill Suites. So next door, there's this little sports bar. Uh, it's actually not a sport. It's like a pool hall or whatever. And they got like all kinds of TVs and stuff and it's awesome and it's fun. I've been there a million times. So I'm going to reach out to everybody who, uh, who is in the area and I would love to meet up. Let's do it. Uh, let's say like nine 30, 10 o'clock or whatever. Um, that would be great to grab a few beers, play some pool. Um, I will lose gracefully. <laughs> And uh uh actually funny story, last time I was there, I was there with the VP of sales of our company, and uh he's who I report to. And uh and I really you know, I was playing the game, you know, I was schmoozing, I'm like uh <clears throat> you know, I really wanted the guy to win. I wanted him to feel good. But he would not let me lose to him. He was just horrible, so I landed up winning like three three games in a row. I'm not, and and we were playing with one other guy and I'm like this guy will not let me lose. He just keeps sinking the freaking black ball. He sucks.
2: Um was he the boss? And yeah. I, I <laughs> yeah. wonder if that's some kind that might be some kind of reverse psychology thing. No, he's bad at pool. Um <laughs> <laughs> I'm like okay.
0: He is beyond bad. Um and I I put my um I put my dovetail box video on hold right now because I actually have a contractually obligated video that's gotta get out to Milescraft in like four days. So I started that last night. I did some of it today. It's gonna be a planar cart and uh and I'm gonna be doing it with dowels, which is the first time I've ever worked with dowels, so I'm pretty excited to to experiment with that.
2: It's 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 interesting. It's uh like, you you might need the beautiful mind there to help you with the math, but because you, you got to get yeah. those things perfect. But, you know, if you have a square, this this tool that I invented, it might help you with centering. I do have a square. Thank you very much. Oh, I think no, I was like, number... Yeah, it was some 41. Was yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah was, um,
1: the, the, What number is that afterthought number?
2: <laughs> it's around 41. Yeah. 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 But, but, uh, it's but always, no, you know, it sounds like, oh, me and my 40 closest friends, you know, it's like exactly. how sentence starts.
0: Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just missed the cut. Yeah, you... <laughs> yeah loser. Um so but actually Milescraft sent me two separate jigs and uh and we'll see what happens. But they're supposed to be really easy to use. Fun funny story actually, I have I have one video in my entire repertoire that's doing well on YouTube right now, and it is a an very clearly, you've both seen it, it says sponsored by or whatever, like it's in a, it, you know, it's obvious that you know they sent me the tool to take a look at and this, that and the other. <laughs> And I've gotten some pretty nasty comments, some of which are really funny. The most recent nasty comment that's funny is, this video is obviously biased. I'm like, (laughs) the video's called Craig Killer. I said that it's a sponsored video, and then they sent me the tool. (laughs) It's like, you took the time to write that? It's like, yes, yes, it is obviously biased. (laughs) (laughs) Get a hobby, my friend. You may. Anyways, that was a funny one. That is good. But I've got. But I think, I think, um, you know, I never really understood the term troll until I had a video that did reasonably okay well until now. People are really, really mean. <laughs> and it's not just like, hey man, it's not like the Poindexter, like, pull your glass or push your glasses up to the bridge of your nose kind of correcting thing. It's like, somebody called me an idiot.
2: I had people, like, it's, people are nasty, and, like, for no reason, it's, it's tremendous. It's, it's the same as in traffic, you know what I mean? It's like someone cuts you off, like, oh, you son of a, blah, 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 what a, that guy's lose your license. And then it's like you see him in person, they would never talk that way. It's just like that. It's like they have that security blanket of a vehicle or, or a computer. And
1: that's Anonymity.
2: Just, it's, it's human nature. It's like we're, we're, we're all kind of jerks inside (laughs) we're trying to be honest
0: i would agree with you but i don't think i've ever taken like maybe i've thought it i was like maybe i've thought okay this video sucks this guy's talking way too much let me just see the action yada 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 and i'm dying to give that advice but i would never do that i don't first of all i wouldn't even waste my own time to do that second of all he would just think i was a jerk or she would think i was a jerk there like it's there's no value in it yeah. But for some people, they're like, you know what, I am, I am gonna teach this this Phil guy a lesson. <laughs> clackety, clackety, clackety on my keyboard. Yeah, it's called evolution, you know. <laughs> I mean, some people don't. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
2: you know, there's, or, so many, there's so many videos out there where I'm like, you know what, just close your garage door. I don't want to watch you walking around. You, you know, know but I, as I, I was saying I it, I was thinking he's gonna take it that way, but that's not. I, I wasn't that. talking about Bill's video. <laughs>
0: I really was. No, what I'm enjoying <laughs> what is the
1: fact that this is what I said a while ago before you had any trolls. I said, you know what? It's it's. There's no real thing as constructive criticism. I think it's an. Ex- this right. For it's,
3: I, no, right? I don't no, consider criticism.
1: Don't take No, no, no I'm back not. There. What I'm saying it's is, there's a, yeah. there's a don't difference between there's don't a difference between commenting on a video and and saying something that you think you could do better, which you can call that. Constructive criticism, whatever, but that's not what people use. They use the term constructive, which was my point, constructive criticism, to say things like that. That is like – and then if you were – you react to them and sometimes they'll even say – back to you is like, well, if you can't take constructive criticism, you know, idiot is not constructive. So that's why well, – But that's – can't no. I can call a
2: pig but an apple, cr- but it's still a pig. It's just because well, using the it. word's wrong doesn't mean that that's what, cons- you know, they're
1: just using the word. Bingo. I don't care. Yeah. I'm just exactly. saying, you know what? When, when people behave that way, you ban them. I'm I'm with Izzy on that one. Now, people that disagree or might be a little bit snarky, there might be, that might be misinterpreted. But I read that, what you're talking about, the guy that was talking about you being an idiot. Ban him. He doesn't need to ever <laughs> respond to I read that one times. person <laughs> has no purpose in this world to comment on your videos ever again.
0: I don't know, man. He helps me with some engagement. It like it created like ten other comments. It was good for me. Yeah.
3: No, absolutely.
0: That's what these that's what these monkeys don't get. You're helping me, brother.
1: Yeah.
2: You're helping me. Maybe
0: they're angels in
2: disguise. Probably
0: not, Probably but not. I will take it anyway.
1: <laughs> so Dangerous. technically that could have been you on a separate account creating your own controversy to boost your numbers.
0: No, I would have spelled correctly. This guy <laughs> <laughs> I think this guy fell ass backwards out of grade school. So,
1: <laughs> well, I, 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 I'm sorry that you had that experience.
0: Nah, that's all right. What What doesn't kill us makes us stronger, probably. Um. Okay, so that was a horrible segue into "Free Your Mind," which is ultimately a reference to the Matrix and experimentation, right? So, we're talking about.
2: Can I, can I say what I wanted to call the episode? You may please proceed. If you get it, then make sure you comment somewhere. There is no spoon.
1: Can I can I say what I thought that all of that silliness? What good it? My meant? name was better. What? No. I I liked. Why you say you like I this? liked free your mind because it's just it's it, that is experimenting. That is that is using. It, this has nothing to do with the Matrix. You guys talked about the Matrix for twenty five minutes. <laughs>
0: Great movies, man! This awesome. Man. This has nothing to do you with the matrix.
2: What a great guy!
0: Oh, well, a little bit it does because what happened was he was making a decision, right? <laughs> the blue pill or the red pill, oh, the pill, and ultimately one was taking a chance and trying something different and being courageous about that dare, you know. And the other one was just go back to regular life. And I think that is the foundation of this conversation.
2: You know what? I will give you that that, that is better than that. There is no spoon. Because uh, the pill moment in the Matrix trilogy would be the point that we're at right now in this podcast. Do we continue right. to make cutting boards, or do we make flat cheeseboards? Do we keep Bill, or do we call Izzy? I mean, it's like it's
0: these foundational. You
2: know,
1: do one of these pills? Do one of these pills include cyanide? <laughs> well,
2: that who knows? I don't know. Take the other one, find out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think I have him on speed dial here. Let me just.
2: Okay, so so who wants who wants to start the trilogy off? (laughs)
1: Uh, All right, you know what? I will. I will. I I will. I will go. um, uh, For me, the the closest thing I can think of to this is is the guitar, the the cigar box guitar builds for me lately. Because this is not something I ever would have thought I'd do. It's a total experimentation. I mean, a lot of the techniques in the build I've known before, but to use use skills in this order, that is an experimentation for me because it's like I don't know what I'm doing. I really don't know what I'm doing making these things. So if I try to use something, we use the example of these tuners, Tim, um, that would be so out of the ordinary for me to, to know, number one, that they're supposed to go a certain way and then to try it another way. And I would be afraid. I would not know if it works. And I think that's the true test of experimentation. Is it's not like, well, I'll try this because I already know it's going to work, right? You're 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 stepping outside of your comfort zone. You're doing something that could fail. Does that define it? Is like the possibility of failure is real. Mm.
2: Yeah, definitely. I don't know if it defines it, but it's a big part of it.
0: Yeah. You know? No, but risk certainly is. Yeah. I mean, if without without risk, then experimentation is like there's. You know, there's no downfall to it, but, that, but ultimately there potentially is, right? Do I make something different than I know how to use it? Like the potential of, of the risk is that, you know, you mess it up and you got to start all over again. But if there was no risk, then, then everybody would experiment all the time. I think it's, mm. it requires a certain level of courage.
1: Yeah. So so let me ask you this, in the same, and I'm I'm just picking guitars because it's on my head right now. But I've made a couple right-handed guitars for people that I can't play. I I can't play anyway. But I certainly can, I don't even have the concept of how you would make your body move to play a guitar right-handed. Where does that fall into that? That's experimenting too, I would think, right? Because then I have to rely on the 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 person who had them if it's. Yes, this functions. It doesn't function. So there, it's like I'm I, until somebody tells me that it worked. I don't even know.
2: You know, I I spent my, like my whole life around guitars and you know, particularly bass guitars and double bass. You used to be in a the, band, uh, didn't you? A little bit. Were you in a band? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. And uh, when uh, and I'm left-handed, but I just happened to play right-handed. You know, but right. uh, I had to make I made my first left-handed bass just this year. I think it was. Um, and yeah, and I, I made a bunch of instruments over the years and stuff. And it was, uh, it was a little freaky. Like, yeah, there was that even with all the experience, uh, uh, with instruments that I've had, I was like, oh man, I hope this doesn't suck. (laughs) You know, like it was, I just, I couldn't play it. Somebody else has to verify that for you though. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 was, you know, because of, of my history, I was fairly confident that it was going to be okay, and I, I yeah, you know, I, I was playing it right-handed, upside down, and just to feel it, like you know, I felt like it was going to be okay, but still, yeah, there was that little, that, that little voice in my head is like, I don't know, you know, um, but mm. that's, I don't know if that's essentially about experimentation because. Well, you know there was there was a set of parameters that I was following just like you were with yours, but but the whole thing is experimentation, especially when you're dealing with reclaim. Because the other aspects of that instrument were I made it out of timber strand, I made it out of this like synthetic wood, and this and it, you know and there's like uh, I, I carved the headstock out on the CNC, something I'd never done before, and you know there's like all these other things. That's what keeps me going back to the shop every day. Is that like well, what can I do new today? So those days where you mm-hmm. don't do something new that are just work, you know.
0: Yeah. I think I've talked about that before as far as like, because I've made like a million of these whiskey boxes and I try to make them a little different every time just to just keep it interesting. And I think that's sort of a little bit of experimenting. And, and because I have to make them anyway, I mean, I get to make them, right? I mean, ultimately I'm privileged and blessed in that I get paid to make these things in my garage and spend time there and yada yada. But it sometimes it does feel like a bit of a chore knowing that I have a deadline and I have to make it and, you know, and, and ultimately it does turn into a little bit of work. So to alleviate some of that feeling, I love to try something a little bit different. Oh, these ones I'm going to make with rabbit joints. Oh, these ones I'm going to make with miter joints. These ones I'm going to make with, you know, um, I'll do like faux dowel plugs, you know, and then screw them together. And, you know, so I just try to mix it up to make it very different. And because I have to make it anyway, it's a great opportunity to experiment with new techniques. And I think that's allowed me to use something that I have to do, uh, you know, to grow a little bit. And I think that's been kind of a like a real blessing in that regard. And it's a lot of fun.
3: Hmm.
2: Yeah, here, here. Yeah, that's, you know, and that is, but it's, it's problem solving, right? That's what attracts me to making uh, and yeah. th- a lot of that oh, is definitely. experimentation because if you have a problem, it's like your solution is an experiment. Um, but let, let's see if we can think of some like concrete things. Like I have I have an experiment that I'm going to attempt this week and I'm a little hesitant to talk about it on the podcast because it's – my anniversary is coming up. Um, and so I follow – it's my, my 12th. And so there's like there's tr- the traditional uh, materials mm-hmm. of every year. Yeah, um, what is 12? Linen. Ooh. Like, oh. oh, cool. Oh,
0: yeah, oh, cool. cool. You're you know, going to make lingerie for yourself?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, Patty. What? Patty, you Patty if you're listening, and we know you are because you're a fan of the show, and we love you, Tim's going to need your help coming up. Um. Yeah, well, it's it's actually coming up,
2: like like, Friday. So, Patty, it's too late.
0: (laughs) Um, Swing and a miss.
2: But no, I I've been. uh, Usually, I'm a little more prepared. But I've been busy, and we were traveling and stuff. Usually, I I like to kind of be ahead of it. Um, But I have an idea that's kind of cheating. It's not really like something, but I have this idea, and it's an experiment, and I'm gonna
1: find out if it works, and I'm gonna I'm gonna film it too. Keys, you
0: have to tell us what is it. I can't Uh, wait. wait, My wife listens to the
2: podcast.
1: Let me guess. Wait, you're gonna try and figure out a new way to make tofu out of linen. I'm gonna to try to figure out a new way to make linen out of tofu.
0: <laughs> Ooh, that's even better. That sounds disgusting. Both
2: both do. So no linen flip flops. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna linen re- boxer briefs. You, just you guys. I'm
0: reclaimed linen undies. Anyways, this oh, is a fun no. game.
1: As long as you're not reclaimed <laughs> undies. It's a fun game. Why don't we just move on?
2: Because I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> All right.
0: So, for this video that I'm doing for Milescraft, I am experimenting with dowels. I've never done it before. And I'm experimenting with two tools that I've never used before. They've got two separate doweling jigs. So, is it risky? Yes. Because it just so happens that I have only the exact right amount of material to make this stuff. And I don't feel like going to buy more because I happen to it's still have some left over. It's reclaimed audio, exactly. I still have some reclaimed 2x4s from the bench that I am took apart uh, to make the uh, the flip-top cart. Which, by the way, Tim was right. I meant to mention this. Tim was right about the flip-top cart. Literally, I never flipped it once. I didn't use my planer the entire time it was bolted to the bottom side of that tool cart.
2: Yeah, if it's a hassle, you just it's like, eh, I'll find another way. If if the tool's not right, – I built my whole shop at waist height. Like, that's what – I mean, I'm lucky because I have the space, right? Everything's at waist height. If it's not at waist height, I'm not going to use it.
0: Well, what I'm doing here with this cart is I'm making it so that it's short enough that I can tuck it under the wing of my table saw.
2: Yeah. And I just
0: wheel it out when I need it. It's on casters.
2: I've been thinking about that as something I could I – could, if it was – like, my router table. It's like I hardly ever use my router table, but I have a really yeah. nice one. So I don't want to just, like, put my router in the end of my table saw. But my router table is a little bit higher than – because I have a really nice fence and stuff. But I hardly ever use it. But it's like I don't want to mess – so I was thinking about like chopping this thing down so I could just like roll it under my – and then just like hunch over when I use it because if I could roll it under something, then it would not take up.
0: I wouldn't do that with a router table. I
2: know. I know.
0: That's the problem. Uh, So that's why nothing's strange. Why don't you make it so that like it flips down from the wall? Make it
2: so that it swings up and swings down. Well, because it's so thick. I mean there's like the whole router – you know, when you have the router and the sticking out of the bottom, so I could just, I could yeah. just, I have it like it's screwed to a cabinet. If I just unscrewed this table, I could probably, I could just pick it up and put it somewhere. And I could just take it out and probably just put it down somewhere. But that's a pain in the ass.
1: I was gonna that? say, couldn't you make it to where you can mount it like with clamps to the top of your bench?
2: Yeah, I could, I could. If I made it, you know what? If I made a box that was just as deep as my router base and just built it like that, and then I could yep. just put it on the bench and use it. And then I, I might have Just to s- put it in the wing of your table saw. It's the best. I know, but I spent all this money on this stupid thing. Sell there, it. Whatever. Give it away. Whatever. Yeah, maybe I'll give it away. I hardly ever use it. How often never. do you use it? I mean, not I use never. it all the time. No, I, 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 I use it. A, I use it in comparison to the for. The, to do the math, a beautiful minds, of, squ- <laughs> of the square footage, <laughs> because this is the way I think, like the, the, every square foot of my shop has value, right? And so if, if a tool is in that space and it's not keeping up its end of the bargain for the Im- amount of value that that space has, that tool has to go. That's why I just mm-hmm. moved that drill press over to the other side of the shop. That was like, okay, well, Vance, here you go. Congratulations. You're now the owner of this drill press. It's over here because it's not worth the space it's in. And so that's the the. I know I'm such a dork. <laughs> the router table is just, no, no, it's
0: no. just
1: Barely
2: worth the space.
0: It's yes in. yes yes. It's right on the you edge. Playing the worst game of the Bachelorette ever with your tools.
1: Yeah. No, I think what I think what he's for, he's not telling us is that. By moving it all over the shop, though, he can keep trying to say, "Oh, now it has value. Oh, now it has value. Oh, now it has." See, the he doesn't is, have to get rid of it.
2: Well, it has to be in a spot that's more that has the that's the right. It's like a monopoly. It's like this Baltic Avenue, and then there's like Park Place. You know what I mean? It's like if it's it, it, right now, it's in Park Place, but it's really I don't remember the other names. It's not quite Baltic Avenue. Yeah, it's made. really more of a James Avenue. Yeah, you know, it's just like a Fifth Street. You know, it's not Fifth Avenue, Fifth Street. Kind of a tool. <laughs>
1: I, I would say if, if you, what makes your router table so cool. I mean, the the is it the, the really nice T slots, accessories, and the fence, yeah, and all got that the, good stuff. The
2: the, the, the nice jessam, uh, you know, Allen key to uh, up and down. And is it is it the Freud table? It's not Freud. It's jessam. It's very oh, similar, jessam. but uh, it, oh. yeah, it's the same idea. And it's got the like the the very accurate fence that goes back and forth. You can do micro adjustments on it and stuff.
1: It's a nice table. Hmm. Hmm. It, it, like I said, it, then find a place to store it, but build it on a platform that well, you can wheels. take it out. I know, but yeah. you said it's in the way. I'm trying to help you here. I don't think it's idea. in the way.
2: Flip top cart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll experiment with that, yeah. <laughs> just oh just you call God. the that, box underneath it just
1: that. enough for it to be able to set it on your bench when you need it. You can still use everything that's awesome about it. And yeah. when it's done, put it somewhere out of the way. Put it, put it away, yeah
0: you are never going
2: to use it yeah if it's if it cuz that's the thing if it's if it's not a waste site i probably will never use it again never
1: i will be honest with you i don't use mine that much i mean i, I know just i just i tucked mine on the end of my table saw just so it would be there and it'd be more wow. accessible but i still use my hand router for 99% of the stuff that i want to route for roundovers even for roundovers on round like overs. half inch plywood on half inch plywood i have the small the small yellow tool router and i just use uh, low speed you can, it's controllable. It's one handed It's a palm router.
2: Yeah. Well, but that's exactly it. Like I, I have the ability to do a roundover on a on a router table anytime I want on it, whatever half inch plywood, whatever, because it's there. If it's in a box and it's underneath the bench, and I have to bend over and pick it up, I'm going to grab the hand router and I'm going to do it by hand. And it's going to make a, it's going to be more, you know, of a pro a process. Even though it's really not more of a process to just pick up the box, but it feels like more of a process
1: because it, there's it a does mental
0: block on that. You can also- do you clamp down your workpiece when you use the the, the uh, trim router?
1: Um, depends on what it is. It depends on what it is, and it also depends upon sometimes I clamp the trim router. Sometimes I'll flip the trim router upside yeah, down right the, in the device. And, yeah. and do that for round over. Yeah. So
2: Yeah. That's the yeah, you me. can screw that up real easily. You can tweak, you know, bending and stuff. I mean it's not like a...
1: But. Yes and no, but I mean that. What I'm saying is, if, if if we're experimenting with trying to get you to use your router more, <laughs> and oh, no, I, my I, mind is beautiful. A... Um, I would say put a pink curtain around it. That'll feel like you've changed it. You've you've brought the value up. <laughs> yeah. What? Wait a minute. You know what? Instead of trying to experiment with using that table, that cart for something else of value.
2: Yeah. Well, I need to. I just need to reassess uh, the way it's. It's set up because originally, because what it is, is it's a leftover from my old shop. Um, it, was on the, it was on the cart. It was very useful back then. And it, it, everything was, but now it's just in the way because I can't access the cabinetry underneath the store stuff. Yes, Phil.
0: I was thinking drawer slides. What if you mounted Ooh,
2: it under, it. under your workbench with drawer slides and you just slide it out? Might not be the best for the router because again it's getting low. But I like that idea a lot. That could be cool.
1: But aren't your benches a little bit higher than normal?
0: Yeah, when he's a little bit higher than normal.
1: Right, but what I'm saying is it's not gonna. It's it's a whole lot less lower than you trying to make it fit underneath the wing of your table Yeah. Side. Yeah. Hmm.
2: Yeah. There might be. Think about it.
1: And it would be experimentation with leverage with the type of drawer slides you might need. What can you reclaim those drawer slides from? Reclaim them from the um, airport where Bill works. I have oh, actually. Yeah, I have was thinking really cool I could works. because yeah, <laughs> But um, here's something: <laughs> if you can find, you know, those giant heavy metal desks that nobody wants to reclaim because they're just an old metal yep. heavy desk, they have drawer slides on those that actually used to sit in an old typewriter. Mm-hmm. If you can get those drawer slides yeah, out, enough. yeah, I think they're like linear yeah. ball slides. There's you know. something.
2: <laughs> I, have a, I have some some drawer slides around the shop that are like kind of in not new condition. You know, they're they were like reclaimed from somewhere. They're like missing parts, but I could probably rig those up and do something. I don't again. I don't know if the router would be the right thing, but I could probably put something else down there that would free you up. Mount a linear actuator away. under them. Press a button. The whole thing
0: slides out on its own. Press another button. It slides away.
2: Uh, no, no, no. I was thinking about using uh, some, a Pixie. I, I just learned about this from Infinite Crafts and Thomas because um, we're yeah. talking about putting the cart that follows the trike around. <laughs> so yeah, the pretty... Pixie would control the linear actuator. Oh, you know that? You know what the Pixie is?
0: Well, it's a little, it's like kinda, a... It's a little chip, kind of
2: like a... It's a camera. It's a camera, but you can, t- oh, t- it's the camera. T- you can teach it to uh, see colors and stuff. So, like, Thomas's idea was he was basically like he wants to put it in the ceiling of his shop and just have it know what his tape measure and pencil looks like. So, every 14 minutes it would tell him where his tape measure and pencil are. <laughs> you know, because yeah, yeah. That's something. Because that's something that actually we could probably all use. <laughs> I know I could. We talked about this. That's why I have three tape
0: measures. Yeah, but you but you have a favorite. And they have home, yes I do. And but the favorite has changed. I don't know if this has happened to you, but my favorite tape measure has changed.
2: You're experimenting.
0: I had one, well I still have it, that's mounted to my tool wall and it's got both uh, metric and Imperial on it And that one was my favorite Because it was a little bit smaller, still a 16 foot Fit nicely, I like the way it slides But then I started using this fast cap um, Tape measure That I won in the pallet upcycle challenge Along with my shop bot uh, I mean shop glue bot And I started using this thing And it's it's stronger, it's got a tighter action to it It's only Imperial But that's the one I use the most now It's so funny isn't that strange how things change? How long is it? It's probably a twenty-five footer. Really, I've never used the big yeah. one. See, yeah. I
2: was—I I always use a twelve, a twelve footer because it's smaller, and most of the time it's all I need. So I like to carry the lighter one. But this has
0: good. First of all, the tape is really wide, which means it doesn't sort of oh, laterally yeah. flex. Yeah. I like that, and it's got a couple of really good features. The way it locks, you know,
2: this is the know. nerdiest conversation we've ever had, and we've
0: had some. No, we definitely conversations. had nerdier
2: talked about 3d chessboards from star trek these are tape measures okay okay these are relevant you know what the the perfect tape measure is a thing you know but
1: are they prevalent it's
2: the one that you like the best Mm
0: -hmm. yeah what about you bill have you ever had um your your favorite tool change on you yes example
1: Uh, Accessibility. depends upon what it is. It's like my favorite tool used to be my chop saw because my table saw sucked. Right. Um, And to make miters and everything, I would thank goodness for a chop saw because I I will always use this. I got to lug it out. I would, even though it was out of sight, out of mind, I I lugged it out with every build because that's just the way it was. Uh, I got a decent table saw and I'm like, what the heck do I need a chop saw for? (laughs) I mean… So now my favorite tool in the shop really is because I use it the most is the table saw. I can make dados with it. I can make, I mean, without even changing the blade, you can do dados, you can do miters, you can do all kinds of stuff. And I do have a dado stack. I do have a couple of different size types of blades. So if you want to get into it, there's so much more versatility. So yeah, the table saw. Favorite hand tool, cordless drill, hands down is the best tool invented in this century.
0: But have you ever had two of the exact same thing, one you thought was your favorite, then all of a sudden you started migrating over to the other one?
2: I do that with pocket knives a lot. Oh, that's right. You have a weird collection, not weird, but an extensive collection of pocket knives.
1: It's weird. Yeah, I mean, I have, a, I have my dress knives and I have my work knives. And the work knives change because... What, your dress are oh, you going on in town? You
2: have to have the dress knife? What?
0: I always yeah.
1: have a pocket knife. Um, okay, here's an example. They're right here. It's
0: when he's wearing his dress uniform. You know, the white's? Oh, the whites, yeah. So
1: this would be an example of a dress pocket knife. It's cute. and it's
2: audio. It's audio, so.
1: I know. I'm telling you guys, okay? What the
3: hell?
1: It's not. It's just a a spring assist. It's called a spring assist is all, okay? But anyway, this is nice. It's It's not scratched up. It goes, if I go out to dinner, I always have a pocket knife on it.
2: So you take that out and dab it into the dining table at the five-star
1: restaurant. I have that. Yeah, this is amazing. That That was my favorite knife, and I lost it. They're cheap. They, um, I've broken three of them for using them as pry bars, but they're accessible, they're cheap, and
2: they work he's, really well the, for work
1: knives. For those
2: who can't see, which is all of you, he's holding up the – I don't know what the first one was, but that was the Milwaukee Uh The red one you find at the big box The red one stores. you get at the box store. Yeah. Like that was one I got bucks. five stitches on when I was making a safety I, video. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was experimenting
2: the wrong way. Uh, I was being a toolbox. <laughs>
0: I have that Milwaukee, but it's the box cutter knife. I have that too. It's got the replaceable blades. Yeah, Yeah. I have that too. I have two of them. One I keep at work, one I keep at home. It's great.
2: Which one's your favorite?
0: The one at home because it's got the better blades. I've got the Irwin blades that go in it. and The one at work has the cheapo Chinese blades in it.
1: So, yes, I mean, there are, are, you know, and I experiment with uh, size and style of pocket knives on a regular basis too. So that my favorite does change quite often. My latest work knife is one called a rat, and it's um it stands for but it's Canadian made. Um I forgot what the rat the initials R A T stand for something. And it's a, it's an amazing pot. It's big, it's beefy, but it's lightweight. It's got neon green uh handles on it, so I can see it, you know, when I set it down. It's it's awesome.
0: It's probably for real American tough guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> made in Canada. <laughs> Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, anyway. Yeah. So yes, to answer your question, I am. I what am about in the you, market. Tim, you I'm in the market for
2: uh, to stay on the pocket knives because that's the topic of our podcast this right, week right. is pocket right. knives, right? Yeah. <laughs> pocket knives and router tables. Um, yeah. I'm in the market for another pocket knife. Check out the rat R A T brand. Uh, I will and um,
0: real American tough guy.
2: Real American tough guy. I'll remember that gonna- because uh, I. But yeah. does it have a pocket clip? It has to have all a all my pocket
1: knives have a clip. So it clips Always. Oh, yeah, wait. in fact, most of cool. them have clips that you can, you can flip around, make it for left hand, right handed, point it down, or point it up. Oh, interesting. You can swatch, hmm. switch them. Hold on, let me see here. I'm going to look this up. You guys, go ahead. Talk about I'm on. A, I'm it up right now. Can I ask you
0: guys a serious question? Let me ask you guys a serious question. Never oh, way out of range.
1: Okay,
2: go ahead.
0: <laughs> have you ever experimented, failed, and regretted the experiment?
2: No. Have you
0: ever what? Pay attention. Get get off of Amazon. Have you ever experimented, failed, and regretted the experiment?
1: Uh, Yes, but not for why you probably think. I'm not thinking anything.
0: Just tell me the story.
1: Okay, well, well, it's not necessarily a story. The times that I have experimented and failed and regretted it is because of time. Yeah. So when it's like I took that, I took that gamble, and I ended up I ran out of time, and oh. it cost me money. No, or something but like but, that. but step that step forward now.
2: Step forward ten years or five years or one year from that time, that failure. Do you still regret it?
1: No, no, I don't. I don't regret the. You only regret it at the at moment, all, right? because, exactly. you learn from because
2: it. at at the time yeah. it's like, oh, you're trying to make five hundred bucks, and now you just cost yourself a hundred bucks, and so you're like, oh, I regret this. But a year later, do you regret right. it? that money comes and goes? That time comes and goes. Who cares? The learning experience. Do you still regret it now?
1: Well, no, and that's why I said. Plus, it's it's for future reference. By using that, it's going to make you money because you you're eventually going to come up with that step that time saver that you were trying to do that that way to make something to build something in a way that saves that time time is money when you're when you're building on commission or for a job or you know whatever bids mm-hmm. um so yeah, I don't. Really, but at the time, it's like, damn it. And some sometimes you experiment knowing it's not going to work. You just know in your heart, and you don't really have a choice. You're like, I'm going to try this anyway. Ninety nine times out of a hundred, it fails, and you you know it. But that one time, that one time, you're convinced it's not going to work anyway. But I might as well try it. I don't have a choice, and it does work. Go, Jerry. Let's go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
2: And that's and that's all the great achievements of mankind came out of that experiment. Like probably. All- you know what I mean? That's
1: a bold
0: statement. Yeah. Probably yeah. not true. but actually, um, probably none of them because science works a little more <laughs> methodically.
2: <but.
1: laughs> no. Yeah. I a humankind, so. I would like to correct <laughs> you there. Uh, first, guy, yeah. first guy that Think started a fire. They got to the moon fire. by accident.
2: First guy yeah. that started a fire and it wasn't started by first lightning human, in a
1: tree. First He's human? Like, Whoa! <laughs> How do you know it was a guy? How do you know it was a guy that started that fire? Just, I
0: saw Quest for Fire. It was a dude. It was, well, I'm just don't assuming you, because you experiment?
1: Why don't you experiment with inclusion, Tim? I will experiment with fluidity. <laughs> you, you, PC liberal.
0: It was a guy because a hundred thousand years ago we didn't have this it's gender fluidity. This Men hunted, yep. women took care of the young. That's the way it worked. How do
1: you know? A man told you that.
0: No, he didn't. Scientific
2: evidence told me that. What scientific man evidence? Science.
1: Man, science.
2: Fossils. <laughs> remains. Actually. They've just—I just, I just yeah, heard have, a whole no, podcast about this. No, have you seen? Have
1: you gone to see nope. these fossils and remains?
0: Yes, I went to see the fossils and the remains. Bill, of course not. All right, then. I just
2: listened. How do you? Both know? Of you shut up for a second. <laughs> I just listened to a podcast a couple weeks ago about uh, Amazon women, like the you know the Amazon women and Amazonians. Greek, yes. Yeah, Amazonians, Greek mythology and stuff. And so. They were going to this whole, you know, the, the Greek mythology of it and also the realism of it and, and the reality of it. Uh, because of all this DNA testing we can do now, they discovered all these remains that we've discovered, like of ancient civilizations, you know, they, they, we'd find the, the burial and there'd be like a weapon or something. So it was just assumed it was a man. But now they're doing all this DNA testing. And they're discovering that all these fossils that they thought were men were actually female, like a lot of them, not all of them, obviously, but a lot of them. Uh, and yeah. th- that, So that that whole thing may not have been as... You know, it may not have been as um, male-dominated or as uh, paternal as we thought throughout history. Uh, may not seen. have, may not have been, may not have been. It could be, you know, it could be the Victorians' fault.
1: Pre-Victorians, who knows?
0: Yep, that's a thing. Hmm. Yes, Bill. Well, I,
1: I thought now would be a good time to. We've talked about everything but reclaimed-oriented. So let's let's swing this into reclaim.
0: Oh, good call. How can we? Uh, oh, we yeah. have we have a, we're, we have a topic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so obviously that what comes to mind for me if we're gonna experiment with reclaimed is the materials that we use. And uh it's almost that's almost what reclaiming is in, in a sense, I would think. If if you're gonna go to Home Depot or, or the big box store and you're gonna buy lumber or the lumber mill, whatever, and you buy all this lumber to build a project, but if you reclaim that material, if you go out looking for that material, if you dumpster dive, if you go to a place that, you know, reclaims lumber for you. That is an experiment because you're not quite sure what you're getting. A lot of times, I've bought reclaimed material from a place that reclaims, or salvages. You cut it half open, and it's just sawdust on the inside because you just you don't know, right? So, in a way, that is experiment. You got four bucks
2: a board foot or eight bucks a board
1: foot. Yeah, the- <laughs> sorry. Yeah, it's 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 crazy, yeah. but that is actually experiment. Being a reclaimer, being somebody who upcycles, you are by default an experimenter.
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: I think so. I mean, every time you sort of take that chance and, let's say, fall backwards into it. D- I've never done this. But, for example, every time I stop at the side of the road and I think I see something, that's an experiment. You know, every time I think, I, you know, like, let's say, this pall- this nail-infested wood, you know, every time you sort of put your hands through it, that's an experiment to see if there's anything that you can get out of it. I haven't been disappointed right. so far. Um, you know, what I love is, let's for example, that one time that uh, I saw a coffee table by the side of the road, the top was glass, so I didn't take that. But the woods were big chunks of, uh, you know, the legs were big chunks of wood. And I was like, oh, great, you know, maybe this will be some good pine and I'll bring it home. And it turned out to be soft maple, and I've made a ton of stuff out of it. That was an experiment. I love cutting open wood and seeing what it is. It's like a present, you know? And, uh and that's the thing. But the one thing I will say about experimenting with reclaimed, especially with palettes, is don't necessarily experiment with sketchy looking stuff. Make sure that you play it safe when it comes to palettes. You know, let it look clean. Make sure it's heat treated, not methyl bromide, none of that nonsense. Do your best to be as, you know, as safe as possible when it comes to palettes. Ask Paul Jackman about that. Who? He's this guy at a, is he Rhode Island still? Where is he now? I don't know. Never heard of them. But, it doesn't um, really matter. You know, I anyway, was, I was
2: driving home from the the um, the Maker Fair the other day, Saturday, and uh, and I passed a stack of pallets and yeah. the, the tops of them. They were like the forty by forty eight inch, you know, size or somewhere standard, around. yeah. But the top of it looked like it was a sheet of half inch plywood. Yeah, I'd never seen anything like that. Yeah. And, uh, I see it all the time. It's the yeah. worst plywood ever. It's all voids. Which is why I didn't turn around, because I had the trike, and I, I was like, I wanted yeah. to get home. And I almost Crap. turned around, and I was like, I was like, you know, I'm probably going to regret it. But it was like, I almost took that experiment, and I didn't.
0: No, that yeah. I wouldn't bother with. I've experimented with that plywood. It's, oh, I can't, this isn't the pre-show, I can't yeah. see It's horrible. Okay, you do not want that. No one's putting <laughs> Baltic birch on there.
2: Ooh, speaking of Baltic birch, you know where I'm going tomorrow morning? I'm picking up a 5 by 5 Three eighths hey. inch for, uh, f- uh, from a lumberyard. I have to go pick it up for a job. It's not a reclaimed job, so it's like an off the, you know, it's just like a, a this thing I'm going to try out for this guy. But How uh, many millimeters are you getting? Well, I'm getting, uh, I think it would be, it's three eighths inch, so I think that's six millimeters or eight millimeters.
0: Three eighths inch is eight millimeters. Yeah. yeah, eight millimeters. Yeah. Eight millimeters. Could be nine, actually. Uh, three eighths. Six millimeters is a quarter inch. So yeah, that's right. Eight millimeters is three eighths.
2: How about three slash eight
1: I know, I know 13 oh 13 is a half inch. Millimeters. That? Google says twelve is that? Nine, nine millimeters. Nine mil. Nine mil. No. Not in sockets. Nine mil. If you try and use a twelve millimeter socket on a half inch, it won't fit.
0: No, because it's probably off by a you know, a couple thou just
2: enough to strip the it's a little too snug. To yeah, get the just enough and then you put the one the next one and it's just just big enough to you twist a,
0: a little bit and get stuck. You know that because you've experimented with metric. I does your family know you've experimented with metric? Have you come out
1: to your family about that? I have a look. There's an ammo box over here. you know those metal ammo boxes yeah. that's filled with all the nuts and bolts that I know were metric imperial.
2: <laughs> Send them to me. I have I have metric drivers. Actually, I don't. I use imperial drivers. I have both because I used to have volvos, so I have some. But my but right. they're like I have this like.
1: Well, a lot of a lot of the screws, like the the different screws that are metric, the, I I would use them. I just don't have like a metric Phillips. So.
0: But I'm bummed.
2: Yeah, he's not serious, right?
0: Yeah, because metric uses Robertson, the best driver. <laughs> know. Everybody knows square drive is the way to go.
1: Um. Metric does not just use Robertson because every motorcycle I've ever worked on, except for my couple of Harleys I've owned, uh, have been metric, and they definitely didn't have Robertson. No, yet. the push, but the push be, twins? a lot are... of them. Uh, no, all my Yamahas and my Hondas and my Kawasaki, right, right, were metric, hmm. and they had metric. Yeah, but films. no, they
2: don't use they don't use square don't... heads on cars and motorcycles and stuff. They use no, those weird six, six pointed things. Torx, yeah, Torx. I, hate those. I mean, they're they're, well, fan- they're great. They're fantastic. I just never have the right freaking one. <laughs> that's uh, what I, I have am,
0: You know, I have everything. Se- I even have security Torx. I used to work on, electronics. Oh yeah, the they're great.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, with the push they're button. I, I have a whole build. security kit yeah. Yeah. of all the different ones. Yeah, yeah. See,
0: yeah that's yeah. that's I really worth. really good. German Torx bits. Those are the best. Yeah, I bet. I, I spent bet. stupid money on those back in the day.
1: Yep, you you know, you can get those, you can reclean those off of BMWs.
0: Yeah, let me tell you how much access I have to BMWs.
1: You live in a neighborhood, don't you?
2: (laughs) I do live in a neighborhood, that's true. (laughs) There you go. So there that must be true. there must be BMWs you can take bolts off of. Is what Bill's yep. next yep. sentence
1: is. So one thing I wanted to touch on before we stop this with with reclaiming and experimenting, and this is something Tim has done. Uh, I forgot what video exactly it was, but we we're talking about plywood and the the old signage that you found, Tim. That had that was made out of plywood. I think you made a lamp out of one. You might have made a table out of the other. Oh Not yeah. To, you might have even set those up in the uh, little. Um, the little uh, art gallery thing for your home, ex- whatever it was, I and mean, we had all these. That was an experiment of retail, another failed yeah. retail experiment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, <anyways. laughs> so plywood. That's old signage is actually usually pretty good plywood. If anybody's curious, if you want to, you want to experiment with using some plywood. Don't take the signage off of it, especially if it's painted on. Build something. And just let it be whatever it might be. Yeah, it might isn't be it, cool. There.
0: Isn't it MDO?
1: Some of them not
3: all of them.
0: No?
1: Yeah.
0: That's good stuff though, if you can get your hands on it.
3: Um
0: okay. So I think we've covered A lot of things that are not related to our topic.
2: (laughs) Tim, (laughs) we had a good conversation. Whose team are you on? Whose team are you on? I'm on I'm I'm on the team of the listeners that are like, I didn't. Hurry or anything about you
1: experimenting. Oh, it's like he's experimenting with polisher.
2: kissing right now. <laughs> yeah, I
1: know. Oh, it's not an experiment because this is that tried is bad and bad. true.
2: I'm experimenting with positive iTunes reviews. <laughs> with uh-huh. like, well, at least at least Sway knew that the topic was bogus. <laughs> yeah. You must have the shiniest apples. Okay.
0: Um what are we watching? I don't get it. Tim. Tim, what uh Apple Polisher. Very shiny apples. Oh. What are you watching?
2: What am I watching? On behalf of the listener. Speaking of apples, on behalf of the yeah. listener, I am watching uh, our friend we've mentioned many times, uh, Constructicon, Icon. Yes. Uh, whose latest video was, you know, those awful, because there's like, there's the black walnut trees. They're kind of almost like invasive around here. They, and they have those big green stinky nuts that fall off them. And he took a bunch of... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making this up.
0: Big, big stinky nuts. No, big
2: green stinky nuts. <laughs> big green stinky nuts that fall off the black walnut trees. Um, yeah. I always just call them stink bombs. And because uh, you, you dig your finger, like, what is this? You dig your finger just, oh, it stinks. But uh, so, anyways, he grabbed a whole bucket of these things and he put them in a pot of water with vinegar and boiled yeah. them for a while and he made stain out of them. And it worked fantastic. I was watching this and I was thinking, like, there's no way this stuff is going to work. There's no, I, I was being a troll, right? I was being a troll. I was like, but I wasn't typing it because I'm a human being. And, uh, but I was so thinking, we're just thinking. So I was just thinking, like, I don't think this is going to work, but it's interesting. So I kept watching Catcher, and he stained steel with it. He stained wood with it, and it, it worked really. It wow. worked well enough to where I'm going to go out and try it. And because uh, there's
1: I, there's a trail right down there here, I can get a bunch of those. He's one of my favorite makers. This this young man he talk is. about experimenting. Everything yes. he makes. Is an experimentation of awesomeness, straight up. Constructor, he, does, he doesn't make a ton of
2: videos. He one every couple months yep.
1: comes out, and every time he does, it's just like, "Wow, that was really interesting and informative." So check him out. Yep. I here here, okay.
0: Do it, Bill. What are you watching?
1: Um, so, in the genre of my cigar box guitars that I'm experimenting with, learning how to build, make, and uh, enjoy. Justin Johnson is uh, an amazing musician, and a lot of what he does is with three-string guitars, and he has a lot of informative teach-you-how. In fact, the uh, the whole Pink Floyd, Wish You Were Here, that was me learning it from his video, his how-to video, because it was specifically for the three-string guitar. So uh, check out Justin Johnson. He's not only an amazing musician, blues musician, um, but he's just got... A ginormous following he's that good and uh he, he's definitely taking the whole cigar box guitar thing seriously and he's, he's sharing that with the rest of us neanderthals that are trying to make sound that doesn't hurt people's ears
0: <laughs> cool. well, I appreciate that thank you yeah um I am watching let me just click on it here where did it go uh that that one was yours Right. No, I am watching Michael Olson. And, uh, the reason I'm watching him is because, uh, well, YouTube made me do it. Uh, and he just, he came up with this video that I just recently saw a couple of days ago called crates by two by four from two by fours. And we, I'm, I personally have made crates from two by fours. It's not a big deal. Uh, you know, it's nothing crazy, but the cool part about this is this insane jig that he came up with to sort of like place all the parts perfectly, and I love jigs, and this was just genius, and in fact, because of our topic, this is pretty, you know, it makes sense, and I didn't even do it on purpose, but he comes up with different iterations of the jig throughout the video, just because it took him, like I guess, a little bit longer to put out the video, so by the time he was ready to do the next thing, he'd already thought about it longer and made the jig better. Mm. Um. Anyways, I'm giving it a huge build-up, but check it out, it's really, really cool. Um. I mean, we've all had to make these crates out of two by fours before. Uh, anyways, this is a this is a really, really great one.
2: I just want to say, speaking of jigs, you know Steve French? Yeah. Um, did you ever see the video where he made not the... Not personally. Well, yeah, but did you ever see the video where he made the toy wooden snakes? You know, those like articulating wooden yeah, snakes? Yeah. Did you see that video? Yeah. Is the jigs? They blew Very my cool. mind. They just blew yeah, my man. mind, those jigs. and uh, So that's there's my other recommendation. Go type in Steve French articulating snakes. You don't get snakes. to. You're not allowed to have to. No, well, don't type in Articulate snakes because it probably didn't say that. It's probably like Toy Snake. Yeah. You'll have to have one. You should watch Phil Pinsky's video about the Craig Jig. Can I have that one?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and leave a horribly mean comment. Yeah, call um, him an idiot. He loves it. Um, call me – actually, I don't think he said the word idiot. What he called me no, was he an idiot. Actually, I
1: remember it was
2: no, – Oh, he, called,
1: he did call idiot. you
2: an idiot. Yeah. idiot. That's yeah. pretty. That's pretty funny, actually.
1: Which
0: is like, which yeah. is like, you know, like a dialectical way of calling somebody an idiot. Which I, which I actually appreciated because, I was like, oh, I'm getting I'm being idiot. called an
3: yeah.
0: idiot from you know somewhere in the south, I guess, um, I like or Egypt. or or Britain. Maybe the UK uses idiot as well. They might use it there too.
2: Wasn't yeah? Wasn't um, it like? Um, it was like you know somebody, Sam, like right? Like it was next. a very, it was a very
0: sophisticated ripping that I got so. Yeah.
1: I feel can, blessed. can I real quick just give? I want to thank my wife for not killing me for having not built her a shoe rack for months and months and months after saying I would, <laughs> then buying one for her and then deciding I needed one and I built it in a weekend. Love you, honey.
2: Yeah, like, like twenty. Minutes.
1: Permission
0: granted because cool. that one is hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> that is.
2: I think you should give her the one you built and take the store bought one and, and
1: use yes. it yourself. Now, I Casey, would, also, I would it, but the one she bought was specifically, it's super tall and she likes it because it's, 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 I would have to build her another one. I don't want to go through that again. Okay.
0: Also, shout out to Bill's furry boots. I don't know if anyone noticed that in the video.
2: <laughs> I tried to block that out. I
0: was like, why would so, Casey need those in California? Oh, they're oh, Bill's. Uggs. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. I, let me just
1: say this. Um, if anybody, Tuesday night, anybody can remember. Mark this, mark this episode because in an upcoming video that I will release, there will be furry boot tremendousness happening.
0: You're gonna wear them again, not just to the Thursday night furry meeting. Yeah.
1: Which
2: which pocket knife do you pair with those boots? Yeah, my
1: machete. <laughs> you wear your formals? My machete. <laughs> yeah. My, they're not furry boots. they're not furry boots. They're actually bear paw slippers.
0: I mean, we're back to the first part of the episode. We're, we're splitting hairs again.
1: I'm just saying. Growl, bear paw. Rawr. No.
0: No, you're a grown man with furry boots. But that's fine. <laughs> um, Growl. Where we, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking, too. <laughs> Our channels on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. I'm Phil Pinsky. Check out ironandsoul.com. Uh, check out WilliamLutz.com for all of his uh, YouTube, his social, all that great stuff. Thank you to uh, Justin Sparks for creating that site and curiously keeping it updated. TimSway.net, again, for all the YouTube, social links, everything that has to do with Tim Sway. Uh, thank mm-hmm. you to Post. Jason Payne for that one most. Oh, it's right. About like 67, 68% of things that are Tim Sway. He keeps a lot of stuff
2: private. It's like 64% very, right now, but it changes. It's like percentage
0: it changes week to week. Right. He's a very private guy. Um, contact well, us for show topics.
2: 30, 36% of me. Is-
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, go on. No, no, no. It's fine. I,
0: oh, I'm going to wait for you to continue beating this poor dead horse. Very well Exactly (laughs) Contact us for show topics, suggestions, feedback All that great stuff We love hearing from you guys Um, Info at ReclaimedAudioPodcast.com For an email or hit us up on Twitter At Reclaimed Audio Uh, By the way, guilty as charged I need to check that, I haven't done so in a while Um, on iTunes, leave us those reviews. We love getting them and you, and iTunes, like I said, a few weeks back is changing their algorithm and these things are super important. I've just left a link on our website, reclaimedaudiopodcast.com. You just click on it. It launches your iTunes and you can leave a review on there. Um, and that works in any platform.
2: Send that link to Bill and I, and we should all send that link out on, uh, social medias to get encourage people. We well, can just
0: go to our website, like our listeners can, oh, I reclaimedaudiopodcast.com. I don't have time for that.
1: You know, I wrote the very <laughs> first review for this podcast, so.
0: Yeah. You sure did. No, you going, sure did, and that's immortalized.
2: Going going into that to reclaimedaudiopodcast.com would invade that <laughs> 34.
1: I thought it was 32. It <laughs> changes from week Here to it's week. A minute,
0: hour uh, down. andy do you have any time on your hands? Um,
2: <laughs> Yay, yeah, I made the list.
0: <laughs> and Patreon.com, the absolute best way to ensure that Tim and Bill have jobs going <laughs> forward. Um, <laughs> Patreon.com slash Reclaimed Audio. We really appreciate the support that we've gotten. And, um, you know, can't say much more than that. So, so on all. that note... So say
1: say we we all, all. and actually, just to just elaborate that, thank you, patrons. Thank you, guys, seriously, and uh, bye, y'all. Be good.